aka Patters. Welcome to the aka Pad Army Audio Audacity. That's this podcast. This is where we we go over movies, we discuss movies, and uh, I'm not your regular uh, movie critic. You're your discussioner because uh, I actually watch these movies, and uh, I don't go through talking points, and I don't monitor what other critics are saying. I go off of my brain, the tip of my brain, and today we're talking Army of Thieves, the spinoff of Army of the Dead, the movie I labeled as the greatest zombie movie of all time. This deepens its mythology in a very clear, fun, and non-intrusive way. Um, Jeez, that almost sounds like a, a HR report. Let's just bang through that intro and jump to the discussion. So when I say discussion, I mean me talking to you and the voices in your head. All right. So this is like something every creator says to themselves. When when the creator is watching the movie, they are part producer, they're part studio head, they're part uh, director. And, you know, they, they, they go through all of these roles and, and they convince themselves that they can actually do these things in the industry that they have zero, uh, like skin in the game with and i just feel like if you're hanging out with the boys watching army of the dead you just might be like hey that character is interesting wouldn't it be cool if they did like a side story and you kind of learn more about their skill set how they got to where they are and just a little bit more of their psychology, but yeah, you know, like make it fun and don't make it deadly, but it definitely needs to be a movie. Well, this is what happened. And I don't know. No one really cares about Army of Thieves, which is hilarious because as a side tangent, side story origin, it's pretty effing good. And uh, we even uh, have, because I, <laughs> I always have to like watch a movie a few times to remember everything I want, because I don't really take notes. But um, I just had to remind myself as I was in mid-thought to say how much I enjoyed the opening credits for this movie. Freaking awesome. Now, our guy, the guy behind this movie, Matthias Schwarzenegger. He's like a, uh, he's our writer, director, star. He's so freaking awesome in this movie. Like his, his role, he's this lovable genius and he's awkward and he's in love and he's not in love and it's a triangle, but it's really not. And it's tragic because the backdrop of this entire story is the zombie invasion that started, looked like it started in Las Vegas leading to the point that the zombie queen, there's a, a point zero, there's a patient zero type character. There's a hive mind, okay, where like Las Vegas is the epicenter of this zombie invasion, goes into the mythology of Army of the Dead. <laughs> Everything, I keep forgetting the name of that freaking movie. I just want to say Batista, Army of Batista. But yeah. And this movie goes into that. Like, it, it goes into the spread of the the zombie virus. And everyone's kind of nonchalant about it. You know, like, and I, at first viewing, you're like, well, that 
doesn't quite fit. Everyone should be freaking out that there's a zombie like apocalypse happening in real time, but you kind of learn that it doesn't quite spread. You know, like um, it starts to happen in this movie and uh, uh, like essentially they contain it in Vegas, which is freaking awesome because this idea that because we know it from the beginning of army of darkness we know it's like new mexico roswell area 51 las vegas type thing but this movie uh contains it because he he we essentially set up why this guy would want to go to vegas that's that's really where like this movie is because the vault and like this guy's like a vault junkie he cracks safes okay he's a safe junkie he's a code breaker junkie as some of the other like characters there's like hacker junkie and there's all those stereotypes and he's not out for he's out for glory he's not out for money he's out to be the best safe cracker ever and going into the psychology of that type of character and where they would get some of their ideas and what would even like inspire them but we also would want them to be a little bit uh, high focus. We want them to be a little disconnected from the rest of society. We want them to be weird, odd, we uh, awkward whenever they open up their mouths. We want that in this type of character. And that's exactly what this guy is. And that's what makes this movie so freaking fun. Now, it's <laughs> it's labeled. It's marked on uh, Wikipedia as a 2021 comedy heist comedy film okay <laughs> maybe i don't know uh i guess it would is is it really a comedy i would say it's more like a heist action film but he's like you know like there are some good laughs in it and he's good and everyone's good and this movie goes through the the michael bay um casting trope character trope that people fake hate which is, oh, here's a guy. Uh, we're just going to give him a pink mohawk, uh, for example. Here's a guy. He's got a blender for a head. Here's easily identifiable characters. You can follow them, and they're easily identifiable. This is casting. This is why we put these guys in film like this, okay? So, that's what we have. And people just want to fake act like that they, they, they don't like it. They don't enjoy it. They want to fake act like it doesn't work, which it does. Because, again, this movie has a a intertwined... Like, it has a big plot. It has uh, sophisticated storytelling. And by that, I mean that there's a lot that happens scene to scene. And it's it's character and it's also plot. And it's these two things happening at the same time. But they do a good job with building up his character. They do a good job with dropping those nuggets that lead into Army of the Dead. And I guess like um, in the future, right? Like I think there's an Army of the Dead TV show coming. This kind of makes me want to rewatch Army of the Dead on the premise that I don't like uh, confession here. I don't remember what happens to our uh, character here. To, to our main character. And, and I don't even have. What is his. His name's like Gustav. He's got those like. One of those like Willy Wonka names. Uh, Sebastian. Sebastian is his name. So I don't I don't remember if Sebastian dies or not. In Army of the Dead. But it's kind of funny. Because everyone has these theories. With Army of the Dead. That they're somewhat of a. 
like a time loop happening because when they finally get to the safe they see themselves there and like i didn't read it as that i read it that the guy trying to get into the safe watch we yeah there's a tease we see him in this movie he's he's hired multiple teams of people and all of these teams kind of have the same elements they have the the big guy they have the 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 hacker they have the safe cracker they have the uh, explosive experts they have the transportation person so like they would kind of be like tropes within tropes it's it's so meta and i just felt like that was what the nod was that's why that was there because uh, again, um, when you make a movie, you have to add new things. You're, you, um, when you make multiple movies like Zack Snyder has, you you want to entertain yourself along the way, and you want to try new things. And this is one of those things that I think he tried. I think he tried it, this meta take on the very genre that he was depicting, or a part of, or directing, or making. But no, this movie is a ton of fun. I know it doesn't get a lot of love. Uh, I think it's a home run spinoff franchise starter from Netflix, and uh, you know it's kind of funny. Our last episode was Red Notice, which I'm I'm anticipating being a huge franchise for Netflix. I I think that franchise should should just keep going with Reynolds, Gal Gadot, not Gail Gadot, even though I said Gail before, and The Rock, Dwayne Johnson as a uh, a criminal thief trifecta. We we want this movie. I would love Army of Thieves to become a helicopter of thieves and transportation and Batista of thieves. I really feel like they can spin every single one of those characters off into their own saga and journey. And Batista had a great backstory. Uh, People seemed, uh, when it comes to some of the takes for Army of the Dead, I might have been saying Army of Darkness, but I think I was. Crap, I mean Army of the Dead clearly but no i just think like you know people had like they identified some of those side characters like you know the crew characters you know some people like this one some people like that one that's why you you when you make a movie like that you you put in as much as you can you pour it all in but yeah so look we also have our like our director the the matthias schwarzenberger i can't i can't say his his life's name uh he he's our star but he he's amazing on camera he looks like a freaking model and he can he can direct what you know like and it's it's i can't remember the last time i saw a actor director that was somewhat relative unknown make a movie this size this good and then also be in a movie as good i mean like technically I don't know. Like, I would kind of say this. Uh, it's a $7 million movie, and it feels like it's like a like a $60 million movie. I can't believe that they made this movie for $7 million. That blows my mind. Yeah, I mean, it, it's worth it. It really is. He's He's got, like, his own filmography. I, I'm not familiar with anything, but he's he's been acting since 1999. He's been making movies since 2011. He's usually writer-producer and director uh joe joy of fatherhood the many you are wanted you are wanted and it seems like he just directs himself i don't know does he's a he very eclectic guy i can tell 
He's got two kids, by the way. He's from East Germany. <laughs> that's that's his whole whole bio according to Wikipedia. But no, I highly highly recommend this movie. Now here we go. Okay, we're going to go on a little run here because uh, I have to talk about the um the Ghostbusters movies. Uh, we did Ghostbusters twenty sixteen when that came out. Uh, I guess I was on that hype wagon of bashing that movie. Uh, I'm going to go on the run. I'm going to watch all the Ghostbusters leading into Ghostbusters uh, Afterlife uh, to fully document the drip of that franchise. Now, I may or may not do the Ghostbusters television series as well. I may, you know, because it's it's hard to watch cartoons. Uh, They're not, they're just bad. Uh, just when you try and watch that stuff as a adult, um, you know, like, and, and it's hard for me to even watch it sometimes on the artistic merit. It's just tough, people. But we're going to do Ghostbusters episode four forty six will be the original Ghostbusters, okay? And then we're going to go Ghostbusters two, Ghostbusters twenty sixteen, Ghostbusters Afterlife, and potentially the Ghostbusters uh, cartoon series. Rock and roll, people.